Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic day today. And if you guys have seen the Project Veritas video that came out last night, it's already gotten over 2 million views, which I'm not really sure how it's still up on YouTube, which is a little strange. But it is very, very eye-opening and exactly what we've been saying. Jody Malia, registered nurse and HHS insider, secretly recorded conversations with her colleagues about concerns with the COVID injection. And pretty much you can go in and look at a lot of it and read it, and it's exactly what we've been talking about. These ER doctors are saying, we don't know what's going on with this. We're basically being told to give these people a vaccine even though they've already got antibodies for COVID, and then all of a sudden they're going in basically having myocarditis, and nobody's reporting VAERS on it. She goes, it takes 30 minutes to basically report a VAERS report. Nobody's doing it. And this this is what we told you. The VAERS system, even though the numbers are insanely high for the side effects of this injection, they are still extremely low from what's really going on. And then you take into account what's happening with the drugs that they're immediately pumping people on as soon as they get them into the hospital. We've talked about this in detail last week and this week on numerous people that we know and we've basically been involved in. As soon as they get in the hospital, they immediately put them on the standard care, which is the remdesivir. Now, it's interesting. Last night, I got an email from one of our good listeners, and he basically has been doing transport for medical equipment, emergency medical equipment. I'm not going to give you his name or his location on it just because I'm not going to put his information out there like that. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. And essentially, he's been doing this for over 30 years, and he transports emergency medical equipment all over all over this region. And he said something that he's noticed that's been extremely disturbing. And we posted it on the ST Brower Instagram account, the photos that he sent us. And he said what's happening is now there is a drug called Prismacate, and it's used primarily for continuous renal replacement therapy or continual hemodialysis. What that means is it's for somebody that has to be on dialysis 24 hours a day in an ICU that's gone into pretty much full organ failure. It's not used in normal dialysis centers because it's used specifically for 24-hour continuous dialysis. Now, he said this product is rarely delivered ever in bulk. He said there's always a few cases that go to hospitals here and there. It's not anything abnormal. He's seen it numerous times. He said now in the last couple weeks he's been delivering between seven to eight pallets at a time to these hospitals, which have 80 cases on each pallet. He sent me photos of three that they were just, again, about to pick up. Now, the thing about it is, like I said, if you read about this drug, Prismacate, it's for continuous renal replacement therapy, a specific type of dialysis for unstable patients in the ICU whose bodies cannot tolerate regular dialysis. I'm reading it right from the label on it. If a patient already has low or unstable blood pressure or heart issues, he or she cannot tolerate regular dialysis. And due to organ failure, it is done 24 hours a day to slowly and continuously clean out waste products and fluids from the patient. It requires special anticoagulation to keep the dialysis circuit from clotting. This stuff is only used in a dire emergency in an ICU when somebody goes into full organ failure. Now, you can see why this product would be life-saving in the event that somebody does have an emergency and they should keep numerous cases on stock. But why in the world are hospitals, hospitals now ordering them by the pallet? 
by the palate. Now, when you dig into what we're seeing with what's going on with remdesivir and these other drugs that they're immediately putting people on, in many cases, within three to five days, they're immediately going into organ failure and kidney failure. What in the world is going on all across the country, and why is nobody wanting to talk about what's going on? I'm so glad that Project Veritas brought this up, and more people are starting to wake up, because this blatantly, my friends, is a full blown, in my opinion, this is a full-blown eugenics protocol now. There's no more questioning what they're doing with this, wondering where they're trying to go. It's very, very clear and evident if you look at the evidence that's going on now. And so again, ST Bro, we put the photos up there, the pallets, the dialysis formula, and this driver that basically has been a great listener for a while is giving us his information. He's been sending it to me repeatedly, and so I want to get that out there first thing and encourage you to watch that Veritas video. What do you think, Deb? Uh, I'll be honest with you, Austin. I'm having a real hard time with this this morning because, I mean, we've warned you and warned you and warned you. Oh, my gosh, have we warned you. And, uh, you know, we're actually watching the United States taken apart in front of our eyes in real time and watching a full eugenics protocol that is happening globally, but primarily here in the United States as we have prevented the use of ivermectin. I have a neighbor who called me up the other day, and she basically was calling multiple pharmacies up all around Polk County, and nobody was allowing the sale or the use of ivermectin for COVID. They were told no. We finally found one pharmacy in Lakeland that would still have it available, and it was insanely expensive. And I said, this is the only one in the area that has it. And she went ahead and ordered it from them. I mean, like $300 for one program. So if you have four people, it would be like $1,200. That's even more expensive than it was when we did it for the family. It was like 800 about a month ago when we bought the stuff. But this is a major, major – This we're watching eugenics, and the American population is so insouciant that they don't even understand what's going on. Uh, they, they don't understand. They really are at a point right now because of the dumbing down of the fluoride and the vaccines. Because remember, we've been doing – 75, 76 vaccines now to our entire youth since the early 80s, and we basically, for the, these 40-year-olds, don't understand. And I, I mean, I've got people right now that are trying to get out of the hospital. They're calling me up desperately saying, could you please help us get out of the hospital? And my response is, what do you want me to do? I'm not a family member. Or they're killing my husband. And, and then this husband calls me up and says, please get me out of the hospital. And I'm like, I can't. I, I'm not a family member. You have to sign out against medical advice. And if you do this, you better have oxygen set up at home. Better have a medical bed set up at home. You better have, you know, nursing care set up at home. I said, but these hospitals are intentionally giving people drugs and drug cocktails that'll basically kill them. And I mean, remdesivir is a bioweapon developed at Fort Detrick, according to the Dr. Lee Merritt, who was on our show last Thursday. I mean, it, it's like it's like it's almost impossible to believe that this is happening right now. And yes, I'm telling you guys this morning, I'm being, you know, overtaken by normalcy bias. I don't like this. This is like a nightmare from hell, which it really is a nightmare from hell from these satanic leaders that we basically put into positions of power. Uh, yesterday, somebody sent me a video of a doggone billboard that was put up in Georgia. You know, and basically it was quoting scripture. You know, a son has come and the government rests upon his shoulders and the big picture of Donald Trump beside the video, by the, beside the billboard. And it was pure blasphemy. And the people up in Georgia where this billboard was basically put, they started just absolutely pitching a fit and they took the billboard down. 
we're looking to Donald Trump, you know, as our savior? Are, are you joking me? This is a psych op that they did to us starting five years ago with Donald Trump, who wasn't supposed to win the election. It was supposed to be Hillary Clinton, but Donald won, and then he didn't know what to do with himself, and they quickly brought him to heel within the first two years. And so he was part of this whole charade that we're in the middle of, unless I'm wrong, and the entire thing was a charade from the very beginning, and they wanted Donald Trump to win to basically placate the patriots, to shut them up so they could bring in their death shot in Operation Warp Speed and the massive injection of the population of the United States because Donald Trump told the Patriots to take the shot. Think about this. Donald Trump told everybody to come to D.C. on January the 6th, and they did. Millions. Now, all of a sudden, there's another rally in D.C. for the people that were arrested on January the 6th, and a few dozen people show up. Well, they taught us, didn't they? They sure stuck our tongues in a light socket, metaphorically. Said, by gosh, you come up here and you basically protest in D.C. about what's going on up here. We're going to arrest you guys. We're going to put you in jail. We're going to hold you without bond. We're going to charge you with felonies. And you're going to prison because you were videotaping what happened at the Capitol building. But you say, but I, I didn't do anything. Oh, we don't care. We don't care what you did. We're proving a point here. We're sticking your tongue in a light socket so you won't do it again. This Project Veritas video. It's so emotional. This lady starts crying and says her friend died after she received the vaccine. And she didn't want to take the vaccine, but she was forced to. She said she had a religious excuses why not to do it. And they still made her take it. And she was dead. Myocarditis, some type of heart inflammation. I mean, unbelievable. And it's happening all over the United States right now. People calling me up, wanting me to help them get out of their doggone hospital wards. I can't do that. My mother-in-law, she's basically stuck in a rehab center, been there for weeks, supposed to be out over a week ago. She's doing great, running around, walking. They won't release her. She called me up and called Sharon up, my wife up, yesterday. This is my personal family. They said, i got to get out. They won't let me out. They won't feed me right. They're giving me cold food. And I said, okay, fine. So we have to call the rehab center up. They say, we will not release her. They said that. So here's what I told them on the phone yesterday. I said, here's the deal. My wife will be there tomorrow to pick them up. It'll pick my mother-in-law up at 11. Well, she can't, she, she can't leave. I said, sure she can. She can sign an AMA against medical advice. Well, if she signs the AMA, she won't be able to have insurance cover her stay here for the past two, three weeks. Okay? That's what they said. Just trying to force us and blackmail us. And I said, well, here's what's going to happen tomorrow. 11 o'clock, my wife's going to be there. She's going to have her iPhone on, and she's going to be recording this whole situation. If my mother-in-law isn't there at 11 o'clock, he goes, well, she can't be there at 11. It'll take us longer than that to get her ready, blah, 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 blah. I said, oh, so you're going to want us to wait four or five hours. I said, I'll tell you what. At 11 o'clock, we're calling 911, and we're going to tell the sheriff's department that my mother-in-law has been medically kidnapped. He goes, what? I said, oh, yeah, well, he goes, you threatening? I said, I'm not threatening anybody. I'm telling you, she's coming out of this thing tomorrow. And I said, and then we're going to have the doggone media there with us. I said, I, we can't deal with this anymore. Guys, this is my family. This is my mother-in-law. I mean, think about that for a second. And then I've got the other guy calling me up wanting to get out. And I tried to call him up this morning. I'm, I got no answer. I don't know what happened with all that situation yesterday. But, guys, if you're going to pull a family member out of the hospital, if you're going to do that, they're going to sign against medical advice. Make sure if they have oxygen or they need oxygen – 
you're going to have to have all that ready. You're going to have to have a nursing station set up at your house. You're going to have to have a bed set up in your house. You're going to have O2 set up in your house. You're going to have to have, you know, portable toilets set up in your house. You're going to have to have somebody who can help this individual get up and walk and exercise if they're capable of it. It's really important to understand we're all in a quandary right now, and yet we see no leadership whatsoever from the government. And now Mitch McConnell's talking about defaulting on the national debt, which I don't believe for one second they're going to do. But they're talking about it, which is rattling the markets globally because the United States, <laughs> apparently Mitch McConnell, who's a complete and total hypocrite, you know, he doesn't want to continue to extend the national debt out. You know, Donald Trump increased it what, by $8 trillion, but he doesn't want to do it anymore. It doesn't matter if the Democrats will overvote him or override him on the vote, so it makes no difference. But the point is they're just rattling fake sabers again. And I want to share something with you. Remember, I told you a few months ago that I didn't care for General Flynn. And I hate to say this. You guys sent me a bunch of nasty letters. I mean, it's awful. In fact, several people got, how should I say, deleted and blocked on my email account because of this. Because I try to tell you guys stuff, and whether you want to believe me or not, sometimes these things have a tendency to show up a few months later that I was right. General Flynn had a prayer at a meeting the other day. Now, I'm not going to play the audio for you because it invokes powers of legions and archangels, which is what the, how should I say, Kabbalists use, and they pray to the archangels. And he basically said in a prayer, we are your instrument of those sevenfold rays, straight from the Kabbalah of light and all of your archangels. These are the ones you pray to to get to the snake Einsoff. Listen to me, friends. He had them do a responsive prayer on this. Now, I'm going to say something to you guys because I'm pretty I'm pretty aggravated right now. I'm trying not to use any bad words here today. Listen to me. When you go to a church, I don't care where you go. I don't care if you're in a meeting with a bunch of patriots. If you have somebody say to you in the front of the building or in the front of the podium or with a microphone, pray with me, say after me, and they start speaking stuff. You better think about what they say before you speak it over yourself with this responsive reading. He had the entire group of people pray to archangel demons. They all prayed to the demons from the Kabbalah at this meeting. I warned you about Flynn. I warned you. Yet people go, oh, I can't believe you don't like General Flynn. I'm telling you guys, these people always show themselves. He says, this is the seven rays of Christ's consciousness. What? This is pure theosophy, New Age, Masonic, occultism, praying to the Ascended Masters, all of this stuff. He also prayed to the legions. It was sick. Guys, it was entire congregation was totally repeating everything he said. Listen to me. We serve the Most High God, the Great I Am. That's who we serve. We don't serve some group of legions. What the heck? What is wrong with him? And guys, listen to me, and it's so important that you get this. Do not, I'm going to repeat myself, I'm being redundant right now on purpose. Do not pray responsive prayers unless you listen and you find out what they say before you say it. Years ago, tell you a story. I went to a meeting. It was, a, it was in Tallahassee, I thought. And I'm down here in Central Florida. This is like 30 years ago. And a friend of mine had invited me to this meeting. This group of religious leaders had gotten together. 
And he wanted me to come to Tallahassee to come to the meeting, which is, you know, four hour drive from my house. Now, I kind of enjoyed it because back in 1993, I had bought a Toyota Supra. And I thought this was a cool car. It was a twin turbo. And I drove it to Tallahassee and I had a blast. I get to Tallahassee, go to his house. He tells me that the meeting's back in Lake City, 100 miles closer back towards my house, and that I have to leave my car at his home, and that they're going to take me by bus to this meeting. Okay? Let you guys know that I've gotten involved in some weird stuff here in my life. So we basically go all the way back to Lake City. We go to this big retreat, and all of a sudden these guys start talking to us and telling us what we're going to do, and they tell us we got to put our telephone – well, we didn't have telephones, but then we have to put our, our – how should I say – our our, our watches – in our briefcases and not look at the time. And now they're going to pray with us and we had to do responsive praying. Okay? Then they told us after we got done praying that we couldn't speak for the rest of the night and we had to go directly to bed and not talk to each other. You know, these, we're a bunch of adult men here. And I'm thinking to myself, this is sound awful occultish. So we go back, so we start praying and they have this responsive prayer. And I already knew at that point not to pray stuff that I didn't know what they were saying. I listened to it and everything they said was a satanic. I mean, yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. But praying curses on yourself, all kinds of crazy crap. All right. And so I basically sat there completely dumbfounded that I was there. Now, I did have my, how should I say, my briefcase with me. And let me say this way. I was not, I was prepared to defend myself. I'll say it that way. And I thought to myself, gosh, this is nuts. So I went to my friend, though I'm not supposed to speak, and I said, his name's Dave. And I said, Dave, take me back to Tallahassee. Now, remember, this is 11 o'clock at night now. I said, take me back to Tallahassee. It's 100 miles back. And he goes, I can't do that, Ted. So he sends two of his people in there to talk to me who basically were, how should I say, <laughs> demonically inspired, I may add. And they started giving me all these reasons why I need to stay and spend the night and go through this entire three-day program. And I looked at them both and I said, let me explain it to you this way. You know, I serve the Most High God. I serve Jesus. And I said, I don't know what the heck I've gotten myself involved in here, but I don't like it. And I said, you guys are taking me back to Tallahassee, or I'm going to go find a telephone and call a taxi and call 911 because I've been kidnapped. And I said, and then I'm going to call the media in Tallahassee, and we're going to have a big expose on your little meeting here. Whoa. Now, that got their attention. So they drove me back to Tallahassee. I got back to Tallahassee like 1 o'clock in the morning, got a hotel, could not believe that I was actually in the middle of this mess, got my car, went to the hotel, got up like at 6 o'clock. I was still so high with cortisol and drove home. Listen to me, guys. When you get into a situation and you're in a church and they ask you to do responsive reading, don't do it unless you know what they're going to say. Even if you've got to evaluate what they're saying before you speak it, don't say those super negative things about yourself or your family. This is so important. I watched General Flynn pray to archangel demons and the legions, and everybody's praying to him. Are you joking me? I warned you about him. I warned you, I warned you, I warned you. This is pure theophysy. This is all that whole stuff from the occult with Abramovich and all the rest of these weirdos and what they believe. Say, so why would you bring all this stuff up today on the day show? Because these guys are running the planet. And yesterday I brought up some stuff about Kenneth Copeland. Of course, I was deluged with Texas about all of that last night, about why are you saying this about Kenneth Copeland, blah, blah, blah. You know, Well, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you some exact quotes right now just in case you want to think about it. Hagen and Copeland were both influenced by a guy by the name of E.W. Kenyon. Okay? By the way, this group of people basically are not who you think they are. They felt as though, and Kenyon taught, that the power of the words in the gospel that added Jesus' suffering to hell to finish our redemption. 
they believe that Jesus had to go to hell to be punished by Satan and tortured in order for us to be fully forgiven for the sins that we'd committed. This is pure blasphemy and it goes against the scripture. And I've heard these guys talk about this and say this before. It is simply not true. Well, Kenneth Copeland did the same thing. Let me give you some of Kenneth Copeland quotes. This quote, people have even argued about whether God is male or female, but the Bible itself tells us that he is both. That's right. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that, Kenneth. Okay, But the Hebrew word Jehovah, basically, he goes on and on and on and on. And so then he goes, Adam was made in the image of God. And listen to this. Listen to the blasphemy of Kenneth Copeland. Adam was made in the image of God. He was as much female as he was male. It's a lie. He was exactly like God. Then God separated him, removed the female part. Wait a minute. Where did this stuff come from? Okay. And a cult leader from the 1800s said in, this, in his book, The Serpent Seed, and man is a spirit and both man and woman. All right. Now, I'm not going to quote any more of this stuff from this, from this, this guy, w, w, William W. Brannan. Now, I'm going to post this on the website so you can see it. And then he starts talking about Jesus and Adam looked and acted and sounded exactly alike. All of God's attributes, abilities were basically invested in Adam. Jesus existed only as an image in the heart of God until such time as the prophets of the Old Testament could positively confess Jesus into existence through their constant prophecies. This is total blasphemy. Total blasphemy. He's saying that Adam and Jesus were identical and that Adam was basically a transgender or hermaphrodite. This is some sick crap, guys. And this is the stuff that Kenneth Copeland teaches to people that follow him. He has become a billionaire. Surprise, surprise. He bought a, basically a huge military base for pennies on the dollar. You know, with a huge, I think it's like a 10,000-foot runway for his fleet of jets. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something to this. I'm going to say something to everybody here. You know, when you become a member of the Billionaire Boys Club, <laughs> somebody gave you the nod. And, you know, and guys, and the, and again, then it quotes Branham again. Then it quotes Kenneth Copeland again. And, and you got to understand something. This is pure Kabbalah. This is pure theophysy. This is pure occultism. All of this stuff, okay? And these people, they're promoting this stuff. And praying the legions of dame. Remember what George W. Bush talked about the angel in the whirlwind? That again was pure Masonic teaching and Kabbalah, theophysy, and Satanism. This whole group that's running this planet are a bunch of stinking Luciferians, guys. And now they've decided to go ahead and give everybody a, try not to say a bad word, a kill shot to try to kill everybody. And basically hijacking people, forcing them to stay in hospitals, and giving them a bioweapon developed at Fort Detrick called Remdesivir. And then they're dying with kidney failure. And now, as Austin just said, they're sending pallets and pallets and pallets out now of drugs to help flush the kidneys that are specifically used in renal dialysis with full kidney failure all over the country because so many people are having cascading organ failure, starting with the kidneys, because they've been put on a bioweapon. This is a nightmare from hell is all this is. All of it. And I tell you what, if you haven't got yourself energized yet, and you don't realize that you're in a fight, okay? You're, man, listen to me. Have you ever been in a fight? I mean, well, you know, you're, you're, you're knuckling up. You ever? I don't care if it's a street fight or in the ring. you got to knuckle up and get in a fight. Your adrenaline's up. Because you realize that right now, you got to fight. Your adrenals are up. Guys, we're in the middle of a fight. 
People are being forced to take a shot that's causing myocarditis that are killing them within weeks. 66% of the people who develop myocarditis, regardless of the age, are dead within five years. And we think this is okay? Guys, this is enough. This is enough. The German word is genug, which means enough. We can't do this anymore. We can't pretend like this isn't happening anymore. The pastors and the pulpit, and we as patriots. Now, it's our responsibility now, too, because these pastors are a bunch of pansies most of the time, 95% of the time. That's why we elected them to be pastors. No offense, but that's why, why we did it. So they sit there and hold your hand in the hospital and, and help you to get through things and listen to you. Well, I got that. But they're beta males, most of them. They're not going to talk about this because their boards, in many cases, are masons. And they believe in all this theosophy and all of this stuff. Like, you know, General Flynn's probably a high-level Mason. Listen to me. We as patriots, this is the time. We have to coalesce. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what the deal is and why so many people will say, well, I love your show, but I don't want to share it with my friends because, oh, they may not think it's okay. <laughs> when are you – find a show you can share. Whether it's my show or somebody else's show, when are you going to send the show to your entire database on your basically mail account and say, hey, you really need to listen to this? It's that time, guys. This video, and I have no idea why it's up. Maybe they ran it under some algorithm that they know about with Project Veritas. It has two million views since yesterday. This thing's gone radically, radically viral. If it's allowed to stay up, it'll have 20 million views within a week. Unless they start doing, how should I say, they start choking it down with the algorithms. Or just pull it down altogether. Remember the last name Brower? We put a little video up of me at the school board meeting with Austin. Remember how long it stayed up on YouTube? Twelve minutes. That's right. Of course, Brower's a pretty uncommon name, and I guess they already had me flagged for every which way but Sunday. Remember what happened to me when I did the show with my friend on that big Christian network here a couple months ago? They took it down within minutes and told that group if they put it up again, they were going to delete every single video from every single speaker, from every single TV show into the entire history of that TV network. Because I told the truth about what I'm telling you guys this morning. We are being controlled by an ancient Canaanite cult that worships Baal, Moloch, and Asherah and feeds itself through the doggone sacrifice of our children. And apparently they're having a giant blood sacrifice ritual right now with the entire planet with genocide. Guys, it's time to wake up and it's time to tell everybody whether they want to hear it or not. The building's on fire, the hotel's on fire, and your friends are in a hotel room in the building that's on fire and they are sleeping. It's time to kick the door in. And let them know they need to get out. <laughs> Austin, what do you think? Well, you're exactly right. A bizarre, bizarre show yesterday on Tucker Carlson. If anybody saw this, you know, normally I am not a fan whatsoever of Fox News. You guys know that. Majority of stuff they put up there is um, just more theater control to have a left-right paradigm. He put up a video last night, and this was very disturbing. I don't even know how Fox would let this go through unless they're trying to let everybody know what they're doing. And Tucker Carlson revealed a bizarre PowerPoint that was presented to the U.S. service members in an effort to get them on board with the mandatory COVID injections. 
this slide sarcastically at the top of it, and he shows the photo of it. The slide sarcastically asks, and I quote, how many children have been sacrificed to Satan for this vaccine? And then it shows a photo of like Lucifer and Moloch below it on this PowerPoint. I'm not joking. This was on Fox News last night. And the Army admitted when Tucker Carlson reached out to them that the slide was shown to service members. However, they could not approve. They could not state if it was approved by leadership. And essentially, it was a giant propaganda piece to push U.S. military into accepting this injection by sarcastically making jokes about Satanism. Unbelievably bizarre. I watched I watched it for three times because I, I was trying to pick up all the cues in it, and I still was just sitting there like, this was on Fox News, and this was going out to the U.S. military. And what's interesting about this now, <laughs> and Carlson said, and he kind of said it sarcastically, but I, I don't think he was. I think it was very clear what he was telling us. He said, so we have the U.S. military doing PR for Satanism now. And the rest of this presentation is less shocking but utterly shoddy and dishonest as it goes on and says there's only been three deaths that have been attributed from the COVID shot in the entire country. And all those were from Janssen and Janssen. That's well, a complete and total lie. The numbers, you can't even try to make up those numbers. You, you can look at the VAERS reports and just put the first page of deaths and you can read it in detail. And what's interesting about it, he said that there's a huge portion of the elite Navy SEAL teams – they're being subjected to this mandate. And he said, to be clear, in case you're wondering, response to this crisis, he said, there is not a single case of a Navy SEAL dying or even becoming deathly ill from COVID. He said, so they're some of the healthiest individuals in the world. They're essentially some of the Olympic athletes of the military. Many, many of them, almost all of them, have had the virus and recovered immediately, meaning they all have natural immunity. But yet the U.S. military is being told the vaccine is being demanded and thrusted upon them. And he pretty much said exactly what we've been saying. They're intentionally doing this to purge the military. They want to take out all the high testosterone, high thinkers, high IQ, able-bodied, aggressive, non-compliant military service members, either with the shot or through non-compliance and getting them out of the military with not taking the shot. And this makes perfect sense when you think about it. If you were trying to disable the United States – Essentially, we're in the middle of a Bolshevik revolution right now, clear cut. I mean, you can't get any better. I mean, it is way worse, actually, than the Bolshevik revolution. This is way, way, way more in-depth now with the deep state and everything else. Wouldn't it make sense to absolutely cripple the military as far as you could so that if you were planning on having a mock invasion with whether it be the Chinese or any other group that you want to basically allow to come in to help service our debt, Remember, the Chinese hold a huge, huge portion of our debt, and their bankers that control China are not real happy about that. There's already been reports over the years, many years now, of the Chinese and the Chinese bankers coming in and buying up huge swaths of land in the United States. That's been going on for years now with real estate. Now we're seeing the U.S. military literally crumble at its base because of this insane injection. Now we're seeing a huge amount of U.S. service members saying, well, you court-martial us. We're, we're done. We're not going to do this. At the same time, we're now saying, hey, guess what, guys? If you want to join the military, we'll pay for your transgender transition therapy surgery. You know, it's totally cool. If you want to come in and we want to whack off your appendage so you can pretend you're a girl, that's totally fine. We'll pay for that. 
They're, they're doing that now. They're offering that. So our U.S. military is turning into a joke, which, quite frankly, we used to be the superpower of the world. Our U.S. military was untouched by anyone. Could not come close to our technology, our fighting skills, and our superiority, period. That's that's slowly dwindling down. Doesn't it seem like it's being done completely on purpose? Why in the world are you taking SEALs that to basically high-altitude, low-opening jumps, halo jumps, some of the most dangerous job in the entire world. The last thing they're really worried about is getting an upper respiratory virus infection because of how healthy they are, and you're telling them, hey, by the way, you got to take an experimental injection that over 14,000 people just on the VAERS have died from, including massive cases of myocarditis. you got to take the injection or else we're basically going to drop you. They're going, uh, no, I'm... I'm, I'm good. Like I've, I've, I've been in theater, combat theater, numerous times. I'm not worried about dying from an upper respiratory infection. You know, you remember that time we got hit with that IED and that MRAP and it flipped us over? Yeah, I'm really not concerned about this right now. We got better things to do. No, 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 no. You guys got to take this injection. And they're saying exactly what I would say. No, absolutely not. No noncompliance. And this is the most important thing everybody has to remember right now. When you start seeing a couple people stand up, even if you're in the back of their group, and you start seeing a couple people stand up and say, no, no more, you start standing up, and other people start seeing you stand up, they start standing up. Everybody starts standing up and saying, there's a whole lot of patriots in this country. There's a whole lot of awake Americans. And I don't, I don't care where your background, I don't care if you're, you know, basically from, you know, South America, if you're from Mexico, if you're from the United States, if you're from China, if you're from Russia, if you're from Germany, if you're an American citizen and you're here and you want to protect this country, it doesn't matter where you're from. This is your country if you claim it. And this is where we have to start standing now. This whole nonsensical aspect of people coming here and absolutely hating this country and complaining about it and telling us how bad our country is. Well, you could just simply go back to the country you came from. Nobody's begging you to come here. I remember when I saw that, you know, years ago, when I saw the people basically rallying from other countries and basically, you know, spitting on the American flag and screaming about how the American flag is. I'm like, dude, there's a simple, simple strategy to this. Very easy fix. You could just simply go back. Nobody asked you to come here. If you don't want to embrace America and support America and defend America, there's no need for you to be here. This is our country. This is our home. And we all have to start realizing what's happening when they don't want people to wake up. And we're starting to see now this great awakening, literally, all across the country. People are starting to wake up. I mean, almost like everybody I start talking to now, even people that have been pro-vaccine before, that have been all about, you know, get the kids the shots, get them all their shots, get their boosters, are now sitting there going, I'm not getting any shots. I'm not getting anything. Because they're realizing almost every single thing we've been told has been a complete and total lie. And this is why it's so important to stay prepped. Now they're saying – Breitbart put an article out yesterday. They're now saying they've got reports from the U.S. military bases that a huge portion of the Afghan migrants that are coming in, the refugees, are basically coming in with measles. <laughs> they're coming in with malaria, and they're coming in with tuberculosis. I'm not joking. That's what they're saying now. They're having these huge outbreaks on all these U.S. military bases now of measles and tuberculosis. Okay, that's that's cool. I mean, that was I'm sure that wasn't accidental or anything. You know, I'm just you know just we, we didn't notice that. 
Of course, they know exactly what they're doing with this. We got TB coming in now? Really? Well, yeah, it's not a surprise. This is where they're going. At the same time, when you see all this stuff now, stock market's getting rattled. Some stuff's rallying. Some stuff's going back down. Well, it's causing all these issues is what's going on in Hong Kong with this Evergrande. One of the world's most indebted property developers with debts totaling $217 billion. Yeah, something almost a quarter of a trillion dollars in debt right now with this developer who's basically defaulting on his loans. Their bankers are trying to figure out how to bail him out now. Is rattling it. Guys, remember, this whole market we're in, everything we're in, is it's, it's on thin ice. The only thing that's kept it going right now is continual money printing with these stimulus checks and more money and more money and the repo loans and all this other stuff they've been doing. We've been in a complete and total default state since 2008. We never recovered from 2008. All we did was band-aid it with more $100 bills over the wound. That's all we did. You got a sucking chest wound, and we just kept stacking $100 bill racks, $10,000 racks. on. Oh, it's fine. It'll be all right. We stack another stack, stack another stack, put another bill on it. That's been the U.S. economy. And so now we're starting to see if the beginning phases of this aspect of what we see in the markets, and then they're probably going to stretch it out some more. I don't doubt it. They haven't extracted all of their wealth and every penny from everybody yet. They're continuing to do so. And that's where they're going to keep going further and further and further and further. They will stretch out the U.S. dollar as long as they can. But here's the thing. The longer this goes on, once it finally hits, it's going to be grossly painful for a lot of people, especially people that haven't been prepared on basic stuff. I'm not just talking about stock market and cash and stuff like that. you got to remember right now all across the world we're having shortages hitting farms, processors, restaurants. This is not at all speculation. This is happening. In Malaysia, the world's number two palm oil producer in the world, Malaysia, they said they've lost over 30% of their potential output of oil using everything from chocolate to margarine. Shrimp production in South Vietnam, one of the world's top exporters, they said they've dropped 70% since the pandemic. A fifth of tomato production in the south of Italy has been lost this year due to the heat and transport paralysis, according to the Farmer Association. This has happened all over the place, not just the United States. So what we're going to start seeing is the problem is you're going to start seeing it's kind of like musical chairs. You know, start pulling more chairs, music stops, pull more chairs, music stops, pull another chair, music stops. And what's happening is the circle's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And every time the music stops, another chair gets pulled. Another part of the industry gets pulled. Another part of the food and complex gets pulled. Another part of the healthcare system basically goes completely and totally AWOL. This is starting to happen now. And what's going to happen is once this stuff comes to a screeching halt, there's going to be a whole lot of people that are standing there without chairs. And they're going to go, well, what are we supposed to do now? Well, why, why did we see this coming? You've seen this coming. Have you not listened to the music and watched the chairs getting pulled for the last 10 years? You can see it coming. That's why I've cur- encouraged so many people. Make sure you have some backup food. I cannot encourage that anymore. If you don't want to buy meat buckets or food buckets for me, that's perfectly fine. We try to carry the best stuff we possibly can, the stuff that I personally eat. If that's not on the budget or that's not what you want to grab, at least go to the store and stack up on some beans and rice and store them properly. You can look online easily how to do it with Mylar bags. Get some canned food because that is going to be, and it has always been, if you look at history, has always been the key most effective tool in controlling a populace is the food supply. Every single time i remember and dad brought this movie up the other day it was very it's a very very good film 
outlaw Josie Wales. And they go, listen, you guys got to go down there and you got to surrender to the north. There's a bunch of basically southern rebels. They said, you got to go down there. All you got to do is basically swear your allegiance to the north. And they got food. They got water. They got supplies. And this is going to be over with. They get down there. And they basically got all this food cut for them. They got, they're cutting all this basically, these pork and chicken and they got all this food prep for them. They go down there and they're eating. And they say, okay guys, you basically got to turn your guns in right here. And then uh, you got to swear an oath to your allegiance and then that'll be it. And I, I'm not going to tell you how it is because you could pretty much already figure it out. And this is what they do every single time. We have food. We have water. We have supplies. We have protection. We have it over here at this camp. Well, you know, you can't come into the camp with an AR-15, bud. It's for your protection. You know, check your gun in here at the front. You can get it back at any time. Just turn it in over here. We'll tag it for you. You can get it back. You can go inside. Once you get inside, we'll offer security, food, water. Anytime you want to leave and get your gun back, you're more than welcome to do so. This is textbook, textbook concentration camp theater. This is where they're going to start doing it once the food starts to become a tool. That's why I encourage you, stay prepped and stay ready because you can see the writing on the wall with all this stuff. The way everybody's waking up right now with this Project Veritas and everything we're starting to see and all this information with the doggone FDA vaccine panel coming out and not even approving the booster shot, the Pfizer booster shot, we're starting to see now that I can promise you they're going to start ramping up their timeline on this because they have to. You're going to see more pushback, more mandates, more aggression, which means we have to do the same. Being more vocal, more aggressive, standing on ground, digging our heels in and saying absolutely not. Non-compliance is the only dish that we'll be serving today. You guys can go somewhere else with your nonsense. Look at Australia now. They pushed Australia to the breaking point with the construction workers. The strong, able-bodied last set of males that are really willing to fight in Australia now, damn, they had a huge, huge explosive fight downtown with a rally. Construction workers said, we're done. We're going to walk off the job. They did. They went out and set up tables and chairs. I mean, I'm talking like thousands of them showed up. Also, the police, they ran the police off, ran the police off. They said, dude, this is not going to end. We will literally fight you to the death in the street right now. Completely and totally will not back down. To the point, the police actually had to retreat, got in their cars and start taking off. They couldn't fight them anymore. That's where Australia's going right now because they've had enough of this. Where do you think we're going if they keep pushing this? We actually have weapons. Always remember that. Continue to stand up and get the truth out there the best you can and continue to wake everybody up, Dad. What do you think? In the outlaw Josie Wales, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do a little bit of a <laughs> – the movie's been out for 50 years almost. I can go ahead and tell you this. So once they've given them their weapons and they give the weapons away and take their weapons away and they make them sign allegiance to the north – then they basically make them sign and do an oath that they were murderous thieves and made them all sign, do all that with their hands raised. And then as soon as they were told that they had confessed to being murderous thieves, they machine gunned them to death. They shot them all. They all died right on the spot because they were no longer soldiers. They were basically uh, uh, criminals, and they basically decided to kill them all. You need to watch the movie. And it's, it's a crazy movie, but it depicts what happened after the war. Remember after the Civil War – the United States Southern States, which had enough of the intrusion of the North into the rights of the states, which, by the way, let's say it again, slavery was an issue, but it was a minor issue. The whole thing was about states' rights, 
and tariffs being put on the southern states by the northern states to maintain their infrastructure. Lincoln was a communist. Karl Marx was a Satanist. Lincoln's wife was a Satanist. She was a witch. And she held seances in the White House to Lucifer. And Lincoln, they said, was possessed by demons because of his wife. This is some weird stuff, guys. And then Lincoln decided, because he's a communist, he's exchanged letters with Karl Marx. They were friends. Lincoln was a hardcore communist, and he didn't want the assets and the production of the southern states to leave the Union. He basically forced a fight and went in and destroyed the South. And then after he was killed because he wouldn't put in basically a Rothschild banking cartel that had been taken out 30 years later by Andrew, 30 years earlier by Andrew Jackson, he basically issued greenbacks, which was probably the only right thing he ever, he ever did. He turned right around and was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth, who was an agent of the Rothschild banking cartel. You can't make this stuff up. Go do your own research. And then the United States occupied the southern states were occupied territories after the war, and they were only allowed to return into the Union after half of them were starved to death or starving, and after they signed that they would never stand against the federal government again. That was the resolve of the federal government 160 years ago. You think it's gotten any more resolve since then? The United States is, like Austin said, we had a giant sucking chest wound, and all we've done is put a bunch of $100 bills on top of it and kept papering it over with more and more and more trillions to try to, how should I say, stop the bleed of the naked shorts and the derivatives from the international banking cartel, the same group that runs the country, again and again and again and again, as Austin just said, as they suck the last little bit of net worth from the United States as they destroy us to bring in a new world order in which you own nothing and you'll be happy, according to that Nazi Klaus Schwab. Guys, you can't even make this stuff up. Yet, here we go. Let's take a nap. I'm going to go snore in the corner a little while. We'll wake him up. You don't want to wake up. <laughs> they got the burglars at the front door with shotguns, and he's sleeping? Yeah, he said he doesn't believe it. They're standing at the door. They're banging the door in right now. They're breaching the door. We need his help. Well, he's sleeping. He's snoring. Doesn't he realize he's fixing to get shot while he's sleeping? He said he didn't care. He said that I was a conspiracy theorist and that nothing was ever going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, this is a nightmare. It really is. It's been very difficult to do this show today because of the topics that we're having to cover today. There's an article from the Burning Platform about the fourth turning and what did you expect. I'm going to read a couple paragraphs from it. We, in the, we are in the midst of a secular winter that is guaranteed to become more violent and bitter. As the benevolent forces propelling this crisis have decided to ramp up fear propaganda to implement their global reset using authoritarian methods to compel the masses to comply. I've intellectually understood that we would be faced with trials and tribulations that would threaten the continuation of our way of life and survival as a unified nation. That reality is providing to be far worse. The core elements of debt, civic decay, global disorder are most certainly propelling the crisis towards a bloody climax. I knew there was no way to sidestep or escape this fourth turning. Remember, all of these things he's talking about were brought to us 
via the Frankfurt School in the United States. But then he says something that's really, really intriguing to me, and I really thought, wow, he's right. But I didn't ex- – he says, but I didn't expect a deep state coup against a sitting president, a stolen presidential election through the collusion of the surveillance state, big tech, big media, and billionaire oligarchies. A weaponized flu uses a cover for an imploding financial system, an authoritarian global lockdown, which has destroyed small businesses and impoverished working class while enriching mega corporations and the elite ruling class, and now a big pharma experimental gene therapy disguised as a vaccine used to divide America into hostile tribes spewing hate online with a strong possibility of violence because Biden and his handlers – Remember, it's not Biden, are attempting to provoke those refusing this vaccine mandate into committing acts of aggression. Those trapped in their self-induced stupor, normalcy bias, with an ample helping of cognitive dissonance, do not or will not see the coming storm as they sleep and snore. I'm adding that as it wipes out all vestiges of modern techno-consumption society. Supply chains are imploding as we speak, including food supply chains, creating shortages, soaring prices, and possibly empty food shelves in the near future. I find it both fascinating and disturbing to observe the level of madness engulfing the world as our sociopathic class of mind manipulators, these are the Luciferians, the Satanists, the high-level Masonic leaders, and the Kabbalists, these top mind manipulators and propaganda specialists use their well-honed psychological techniques to scare the masses into subservience and implement their diabolical great reset plan where we own nothing they own everything, and our future is a boot stamping on our faces forever. They are using our willful ignorance, technological bread and circuses, and the inability to understand risk and susceptibility to fear exploitation to increase their power and control over governmental, financial, and societal levers. They want us – listen, this sounds like George Carlin now – they want us undereducated and overmedicated. That is how they broaden their wealth, power, and control. None of, the Bible says it's pharmakia, from the sorcerers, from the Satanists. None of what has happened since the fall of 2019 has occurred by accident or due to bad luck. It has been scripted according to the plan agreed upon by the global elites. A lot of these guys are, from the, are tribal. I'm going to let you know that right now. They're basically Kabbalists. Gates, Soros, Schwab, Bloomberg, Zuckerberg – and implemented by Biden, Kumo, Newsom, Whitmer, bankers, Powell, Diamond, corporate shysters, Bezos, and Musk, and, of course, the compliant fake news media, CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, Washington Post. Now, think about this for a second. Why did Tucker Carlson do that last night? Why did he play that with Lucifer on the TV? Why did he do that? He's letting you know who runs the planet because Tucker Carlson is just as compliant as the rest of them. He's the disinformation and the real information that's put out to increase the friction between the masses to create a new world order by creating social chaos to a point that he creates and they create. And this is one of the reasons that that Veritas video has been left up with 2 million views in 24 hours to create a civil war. That's where they're taking this. That's where they want this to go. We can't allow that to happen, but we have to stand our ground like the book of Ephesians says. We have to put on the full armor of God because this is not a battle of flesh and blood. They want a civil war because they want to bring in United States. They want to bring, they want to bring in United Nation troops into the United States 
and have them fire on the American population. They want to implement the Treaty of Westphalia and ask other nations to come in and quell the dissonance in our country. They're going to bring in troops that won't care that you're an American, that you have children in your house. It's exactly what they've already trained to do in Iraq, isn't it? Go in and throw a grenade or a frag grenade into a house full of children and kill all the kids? You don't think they'll do that here? They've already done it there. These people are psychopaths and sociopaths. They don't care about you. They only care about one thing, serving their master, a stinking snake in a tree that they call Einsoft. That's all they care about, to bring in a third temple, to bring in an antichrist, to bring in a new world order, a one-world currency, you know, one-world religion. This show, and I don't know why God has led me to do the things that we've done. I don't know. It's one of the only shows out there. I talked to Troy last night that's actually telling you this about all of it with the Kabbalah and all of the rest. We're trying to tell you the truth. This is a spiritual battle, and it's a battle for the very lives and the souls of the people on this planet right now, and it's gotten that hot. And we've got to stand firm in the word of God because he is the answer. He is the perfecter. He is the author of our faith. And the only hope we have right now is Jesus in a massive revival. And we have to get involved locally. You've got to get these stinking weirdos off your school boards and out of your county commission, out of your city commission. You've got to get rid of your crazy governors, especially Whitmer and all the rest of these guys that are complete and total communists. I knew the guy in California wasn't going to be taken out of office because they already started the ballot fraud months ago. We've got to find a way to implement paper ballots again if we want to bring this country back to get proper voting back in the country. And we, the patriots, have to wake up. And this time, listen to me, we've got to stay awake. We can't go back to sleep. Gosh, guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. It was my privilege. I love you guys. And I know the show was intense today, but it's to that point now. I'll finish it up. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And I mean, the thing about it is, you know, we do this show every day. We're constantly, I mean, cycling through all types of articles, news, research every single day. And the one thing that I have to say that's encouraging right now to me and to everybody I know, and putting a word of encouragement to all of you, is that we are making a difference. We're not just idly sitting by pretending that things are going to stop and they're just continuing to go on. We're actually seeing people stand up. We're seeing people push back. We're seeing videos getting made of them basically exposing what's going on, which means more people now. Two million people viewed that video overnight. Now, again, I know they took it down on Facebook. I saw that earlier. Someone else had sent that. I think it's on um, a few other platforms, some of the independent platforms that are out there now are obviously they're putting it out everywhere. And so, again – Get it out there, man. Let people see this. This is the same thing that Vax did, the movie Vaxed. Vaxed woke up a lot of people, a lot of people, when that movie came out. And, of course, they tried to debunk it and come up with all this stuff. Oh, it's fake news. It's this and that. Dude, you can try to say fake news all you want. It doesn't make it fake news. You can say, well, that's not real. This There's a, there's one flaw about one comment about one thing he said. God, you can't. These people can't even justify this RNA technology yet. They can't even justify the doggone VAERS data system on it yet. They're still just flat-out lying, like in that army manual. Only three people have died from this injection ever, period. That's all that's ever happened. You kidding me? I mean, you're just bold-faced lying to people. Well, that means they're getting desperate, which means we're making a difference. And there's no doubt about it. What we do right now can absolutely change their plans. Because remember, a lot of the stuff that these banker boys, they set up, they're, it's all variable-based. They don't know how it's going to work 100% either. They don't know how submissive people are going to be. They don't know how compliant the populace is going to be. 
And the last thing they want to do is overstep it and have a giant magnifying glass put on them. So, again, I encourage you, continue to stay strong. Keep your body strong. Keep training. Take your supplements. Continue to get the truth out there. If you guys need anything, the product of the week on sale, be complex last day. You guys vote for what you want to see win tomorrow as product of the week. Whatever you vote for, it wins. A bunch of them are uh, pulling pretty strong right now. Looks like the magnesium body balm, the cinnamon extract, they're all doing really good. So be sure to vote. And thank you again for the emails and the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stand your ground on this, my friends. I know there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening. I've had a lot of people call me, ask me about medical exemptions, about religious exemptions. By all means, push them as hard as you can. Don't take no for an answer. Continue to push for a medical exemption if you need to. There's doctors out there that are waking up and they're realizing what's really, really happening. And they're realizing that they're going to have to either play a role as a positive role in this or they're going to basically go along with what's happening. A lot of them are realizing they're not going to go along with what's happening. So thank you again for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.